Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Armando and Kelsey with you today. Today, we're bringing you some tips for that you can implement or apply to help you get back on track pretty much with anything. I know Kelsey had this conversation with one of her clients, and this is kind of where this sparked from. And um, it was in conjunction with fitness, but really... What we realize doing going through this is that you can apply this to anything. You can apply this to anything that you're trying to do to get back in the habit. I mean, obviously, fitness is a huge one because mm-hmm. a lot of the times, I mean, as we all know, we get on fitness journeys, we are doing good, and then like something happens and it kind of throws us off, and it's always hard to get back on track with it. But this can be with your finances. You kind of you're doing really well with your finances, saving money because you want to buy that house or buy that car or just saving saving that money to take that trip, and then you lose track of something. Right, stuff comes up, and then it's hard to get back into that momentum. That that you were in and when you were saving that money. So we're going to give you some tips to help you get back on track with those goals that you have. So the first one is create a schedule to follow. You're more likely to stick to something if it's scheduled like an appointment that you don't want to miss. So the example, I'm going to use probably a lot of fitness because obviously part of this podcast is fitness. And Actually, somebody did point out to me that we haven't done a lot of fitness episodes. It's really been a lot of mindset. A lot of mindset, mental health, Mm -hmm. goal setting. Can you tell what we're struggling with? Well, (laughs) I say we, but I mean me. When I say we, I mean me. (laughs) Can you tell what I've been struggling with? So a lot of these things have been top of mind. So I'm going to use a lot of fitness examples because I think a lot of people can really relate to struggling with that. Here we are. We're, you know tail end of June, a lot of us start the year with fitness goals. They've probably tapered off by now. So Uh, yes, let's check in with those and I'm going to use fitness. So let me jump in. Let me just say, if you, if you are one of those people that come to this podcast because you like to listen to fitness stuff and you've been missing that, please let us know. Yeah. Like share this episode, tag us in and be like, you know what? Mother effers. I want some (laughs) fitness episodes. (laughs) You could also just say please too, though. I mean, that works. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, yeah, that works. Uh, so as far as like getting back into a fitness regimen, right? You know, I'll use myself, for example. We went on a two-week trip to Italy. We were not working out. We didn't need to work out because we were walking like 20,000 steps a day. But Tons of steps. And we also took a lot of the stairs. We, yeah, we did. We didn't do the oh elevators. Oh, my gosh. So many stairs there with luggage too. Lord have yeah. mercy. Can I just like, we are investing in backpack luggage next yeah. year. So anyway, so getting back into a routine, you have to make time because if not, we will spend that time doing something else. And by spend, I mean, usually waste. So if you're wanting to get back into a good fitness routine, schedule your workouts, schedule your walks, whatever, whatever is going to be like a positive, like step in the right direction for you. I will do this a lot of times. I will sit down the week before or over the weekend 
look at my week as a whole and say, what days and times are going to be best for me to hit the gym? How many days is it realistic for me to go? Cause I, so I have four workouts programmed, but I go three to four days a week. Usually that's my goal. Minimum three, but four. And so I'll sit down and put it on my calendar with a reminder because I'm like, okay, looking at all the things I have, you know, maybe I have an early morning one day. I'm like, okay, am I, is it realistic? Am I really going to get up at 5 a.m. and go to the gym or should I just plan for another day? Right. Really look at it and be realistic with it. So schedule time for things. So obviously I'm using the fitness example. If you're talking like a finance goal, maybe you sit down to review finances once a week, put it on your calendar, 15 minutes with a reminder. I'm going to sit down, pay bills, transfer money to savings, whatever that looks like, whatever you're trying to work towards, schedule it on your calendar. And I'll also say this, Armando and I are big. I actually just, so I know Armando already said this, this stems from a client conversation, but actually it was in our group chat a couple weeks ago. And so I was just giving some random tips, but then I also had a one-on-one conversation with a client and I talked about how religiously Armando and I use our calendar. So I have to use my calendar religiously because of the fact that I have the application application for my coaching in my bio and people can book on my calendar and it's linked to my calendar that I use so that if I have a doctor's appointment, it won't allow somebody to book during that. So that's kind of when we really started using the calendar, but we share it. Can I also say the side effects to this? If you are like in a relationship with somebody, one of the amazing benefits to this is that you both know what's going on. There's clarity. It creates like just this I don't know, like what the word, maybe unity in taking ownership of things because... I think it creates unity, but also it eliminates uh, unnecessary conflict too. Yeah. You know, not in conflict in, I mean, a perfect example is I've, there's an event that I talked to Kelsey about months ago and wanted to go to it and I forgot to put it on the calendar and she scheduled other stuff and I was like, ooh, my bad. So that was an unnecessary conflict that could have been avoided if I would have just put it into the calendar, right? Yeah. So it's, it does eliminate stuff like that. That's super helpful. And it's like, okay, cool. I can look at the calendar. I know what's going on. I know what Kelsey has going on on this day, when, when she's working, when she's not working, all that stuff. So it's, it's, it's really easy. And it's, you, we've created the habit to where we look at it mm-hmm. pretty much on a daily basis, what we have going on the next yeah. day. I'm pretty much planning, like I'll look for the whole week, but I don't remember it. I usually am looking like one to two days in advance to say, okay, what do we have going on? It just helps too for us, you know, with, okay, you know that I'm working at the coffee stand or you know that I'm doing this. So he's going to get dinner started today. You know what I mean? It just really creates this unity is not the right word, but I cannot think of cohesion. Yeah. It just really, like, things just flow so nicely. Especially with the boys when they were playing sports, too. Oh, my too. gosh. So oh, my sports gosh. sports games practices. I yeah, mean, if you have kids. We don't, we're not trying to go down that rabbit hole. Pretty much the, the point of this is schedule, schedule it. it. Schedule it. Put Make it on the Make your calendar. life easier. Yeah. I, it's hard to get into a good groove, but I promise you it's worth it. Just for, like, clarity and not forgetting things. That's another thing. You mm-hmm. know, I hate to forget 
something that somebody invited me to. You know what I mean? So yeah. just a lot of benefits to yeah. that one. And if you have a hard time using the calendar on your phone, have one of those journals. I know a lot of people carry those mm -hmm. journals with like a calendar with it. Take notes in that and you can do everything on there and that's going to be super beneficial too. All right, the next one that we have is follow a routine as much as possible, right? We all thrive on routines. As much as people say like, oh, this routine sucks, those are, there are, those are actually beneficial to us because that way it, it gives us our mind freedom where we're not constantly thinking like, what's next, what's next, what's next, right? You have a routine. It's in particular with like a fitness routine, right? So the, the, the thing with this is maybe you can't go to the gym for an hour or at the usual time that you could. Maybe if you sneak in a walk, right? So if you're if you normally go to the gym at eight o'clock in the morning and you're like, oh dang, I'm not gonna be able to make it to that because I have a, a dentist appointment or a doctor's appointment or or one of my kids, something's going on with one of my kids, right? Something like that's going on. The more you stick to your routine, the better it's going to be. The the closer you'll be able to stick to that. Because what'll happen is is you're not completely disregarding what you normally do, right? So you're able to schedule that walk, or maybe if you have some dumbbells in your in your garage, you're able to throw those around, do some push-ups. Uh, there's multiple things that you can do that are still gonna keep you on track with your fitness that are not let you get so far away where you get derailed. The example that I like to think of with this you know, how you said in the beginning around like freeing up your mind space and like the thinking brain, right? So I'm sure you do not think about how you get dressed every day. Or when you go into the shower, you probably do the same steps of either like washing your body first, washing your face. You know what I mean? We all have these routines that we don't think of because we do it so often, you know, brushing your teeth and all of these things, you probably usually do it in the same order, but you don't think about it because it's so routine. So the more you can stay in that routine, the harder it's going to be to completely let it go, right? If you stay in at least a little bit, you at least have your foot in the door with it. It's still going to be kind of like a mindless routine that can help you be less likely to like completely fall off you know, and right, disregard yeah. the entire routine. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, what happened to me with my fitness is, uh, back in February, I got in a snowboarding accident, right? I wasn't able to go to the gym for a while because I wasn't able to do much. And that completely threw my routine upside down. It was really hard to get back going to the gym. And I'm just now starting to get back into a routine, right? We're in June. It's taken me this long to get back into it. And I didn't not go to the gym like at all. I would just go maybe once a week. And then I'd just be super frustrated at the fact that I was losing my my strength. I was losing. I wasn't able to do a lot of the workouts because of my injury. So it was really frustrating to me. So now I'm finally able to get back into it. So if you are at the point where you're so far from your routine, just take those baby steps back into it, mm -hmm. right? You'll get that momentum back. You're going to create that routine. You're going to create that, that habit again that's going to get you back on track. The next point is create accountability. So you wouldn't miss a deadline at work if your boss was like, hey, I need this project done by this day. That's your job on the line, your finances, everything, right? That's kind of a big deal. Your livelihood. Yeah, that creates some big accountability. But why don't why aren't we willing to do that for things like our health, for example? You know, that's one of the biggest things that we have. You don't have complete control. I'm not saying that, you know, but I am saying that you can work on your health. And if you don't have good health, even wealth doesn't matter. Somebody can't buy a healthy body, right? So it's very important. Why don't we create that level of accountability 
on things that matter to us. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, then create some accountability around it. Make sure it's a person that's actually going to help you follow through, right? You're not going to appoint your best friend who will always choose drinks and chips and salsa over the gym as your accountability partner. That's just not a, that's not a good call for success, right? So find somebody, create accountability. I actually had a client recently who went on, she was like, oh my gosh, she actually messaged me after. And I thought it was so funny. She was like, it is so stressful talking on your stories. How do you do this? I'm like, trust me. When I first started, I was like sweating bullets. I was so uncomfortable. I felt so awkward. She's like, that's how I felt. She went on and talked about like, I'm getting back into health and fitness and I'm just going to talk about it here. I'm going to share some of it here for some accountability. She's like, but I knew that would help hold me accountable too is, you know, publicly announcing. That, yeah. Yeah. And then so people are going to be like, Hey, how's that stuff going? Yeah. Like and I only saw that one post. Mm -hmm, yeah. But, well, that's usually how it goes. But, <laughs> so create some accountability that like puts a little bit of a fire behind it. Right. All right. The next one kind of ties back into one of that we, that we talked about. We're just going to emphasize a little bit more. We're going to go more in depth and which is, um, realizing something is better than nothing. Right. A lot of the times we're like, well, I can't go to the gym. I'm just going to say, screw it. Right. Or, well, I messed up my eating today. I'm going to just, my macros are messed up. I'm just going to go off the rails. Right. There's a lot of those things that we say, well, now I screwed it up. So I'm just going to go away with it. I'm just going to go away with it completely. But that's the, you need to realize that you got to do something because it's better than nothing. So like, if you think about like, is it, is a 10 minute walk as good as a lifting session? If that's all you can get in, I mean, it's better than nothing, right? Maybe it's not, but we have right now, this is what we have right now. And this is, it's better, it's better than that. So habits are built over time, right? So that's, Again, kind of talking about like getting back into the routine, getting back into the habits, creating those good habits that you were originally doing. Because at the end of the day, progress is not a, it's, it's progress is a journey. It's not a destination, right? So we're always continually working on ourselves, getting back to where we want to be. The next one is set yourself up for success. Play offense versus defense. We usually know what's going to get in our way of our, of our own success. So plan for that. Create an environment that is easy to be successful in. So if you know, like the example that I already gave, if you know, okay, I'm probably not going to get up at 5am to go to the gym. Don't plan all your workouts for 5am for this week, right? Maybe you start with one 5am workout. You do that one week. Okay. Next week, I'm going to try two 5am workouts. Just really set yourself up for success because what happens is we make these un like we get this little burst of motivation and we're we super listen to the podcast. We yeah, watch we the video. To we watch the Netflix documentary. <laughs> we get so motivated that we just have no clarity of what will actually probably happen. Right. And obviously it's going to be hard. If you've never been to the gym before, it's going to be difficult. Don't tell yourself, I'm going to go to the gym five to six days a week. Oh my gosh. I can't even tell you how many times. So in. Shoot, I've done that before with, where I've created workout plans. Well, with like new incoming clients, there's a questionnaire that they fill out. And it's like, one of the questions is how many days a week do you have availability for working out? And in there, I've had to preface, be realistic. 
it is more successful to set a goal of three to four and achieve three to four consistently than set a goal of six and never make it to the gym. Because what happens is you get on maybe Tuesday of your week, don't make it to the gym. And you're like, Oh, well now I could only get five. I'm just not even going to go this week. Like this week is a loss. And it's like, no, again, something is better than nothing. So that's what I mean by playing offense. Like know yourself, know the things that will get in your way. If you know that you're going out for drinks with the girls on Friday and you know, chips and queso are my like, that is my thing. Then plan for it. Is chips right? your thing? I feel like you've brought up chips multiple times in this episode. Have I? Are, do you have chips on your mind right now? Maybe I do. <laughs> chips and salsa? Maybe I do. Because you were talking about how your chips and salsa friend, now you got chips and queso. Man, maybe I'm craving Mexican food <laughs> and I didn't even know it. But Sorry. you know, like if you know that, don't say, okay, I'm going to go and sit and watch them and I'm going to have none. Also, can we talk about how nothing tests your like ability to say no until there's free chips and salsa on the <laughs> freaking chips and oh salsa. Oh my gosh, like I don't know if you guys have ever had like we don't I buy chips at be, home. We no. don't buy chips at home because I know that I have no control. Armando will once that smash bag a opens bag. once that bag opens like game over. I will walk by, grab a chip and put it back. I'm like this is the last chip. This is the last chip. Put it back in the pantry. Guess what? Oh, I need to go get some water. When I have a full bottle of water right in front of me, oh, I need to get fresh water. <laughs> I'm up, I'm already up. I'm gonna go grab a chip now. I he's definitely a salty. I'm more of a sweet gal, but I love salty and sweet. Anyways, yeah, nothing tests your willpower like chips and salsa at a table. Anyway, so if you know that about yourself, don't over restrict. Don't set yourself up to fail. Make that fit in your day, right? And so it's like play offense, not defense. Know the things that could hang you up. Don't plan a workout after a long day where you know that you're going to have a very mentally taxing day. Don't tell yourself, okay, and then I'm also going to go do this workout. No, maybe that's a day you take a rest day, right? So play offense. And the last one that we have is remember your why. When we choose not to follow through with a commitment, it's because it doesn't mean as much to us. Instant gratification will usually take over. But if you think of the long-term why and get really deep rooted in it, it can help you stay on the straight and narrow more often. So it's okay if a goal you thought you wanted isn't a priority right now. Not now doesn't mean never. I think this is the most important point of this entire thing is like trying to get back on track with anything is going back to your basics. Like why yeah. did you originally start this? Why did you why did you even begin to have this as a goal for yourself? Because when you do get derailed, you kind of lose track of you lose sight of that side of why you originally started. And sometimes you have to take that step back and be like, why did I start this? Right. Mm -hmm. So I know I always talk about on the on the podcast is like I the reason I started my fitness journey or my fitness and taking my health more seriously was because I want to be able to run with my grandkids. I don't have any grandkids. like, And we're not ready for them. We're not ready for them. But I'm just thinking to myself, I was like, in the future when I am able to have grandkids, when my kids are ready for that, I want to be able to play with my grandkids. I want to run with them. I want to play, I want to play baseball with them. I want to go ride bikes with them. I want to go snowboarding with them. Like I want to do all the things with them. And I need to start thinking of that now. I need to start thinking of my fitness now, my health now, because the more I can take care of that now, the more I, the, the better off I will be. So that's my why. And I, 
and when I think of that why, that's what gets me up in the morning to go to the gym. That's what drags me out of my house when I've eaten a big old lunch and I'm like, I don't want to go. I'm like, I need to think of my why. Yeah, I think it's important just to really go back to it. And if you can, you know, create a vision board around it or, you know what I mean? Just like really not just think of it, but like embody it, right? You have to like if you're somebody who is like everybody in my family is overweight, you know, it's just in our family, everybody's obese. This is who we are. No, you have to detach from that identity. You have to remember and say, I am the person that's going to break this cycle of being unhealthy. I want to live a healthy, fulfilling life. I want to not deal with diabetes. I want to, you know what I mean? Like you have to really envision it for yourself, detach from those, you know, those things that we tell ourselves like, oh, this is just how I am. This is just who, no, it just because it's something that you are now doesn't mean that it's something that you have to be. We get to choose, get really deep in that why, create that vision of what it's going to look like having it and like really feel that gratitude in it. I think that's really important, but like just get deep in that why, surround yourself with it as much as possible because I think that's going to help you kind of like recenter and get back to, okay, that's right. This is why I'm doing it even when I don't want to do it. Yeah, your why has to be valuable. It has to mean something to you because sometimes we create these goals for ourselves and tell us, tells our, give us, be like, this is my why. This is why I'm doing it. But in reality, if that why is not, it's not, we're not passionate about it, it's going to be really easy for us to just not take it seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair for ourselves, right? We want to we want to keep the commitments that we keep to ourselves because that's how we build that confidence. And that's how we're able to do so much with ourselves. Something that goes around during the holidays, during the Christmas holidays that I think of often, it's a video of the of the grandpa. Um, he's picking up a weight. Oh my gosh. Right? So he's like, and, and it, the that video doesn't- me tear up. Like it doesn't tell you what's going on, but he's like, it's an older gentleman. He's got, he's picking up a weight in his little shed and he does it every day. He picks up this weight. And finally they show the video of him picking up his grandson to put the star on top of the Christmas tree, right? That's what he was preparing himself. That was his why for him to be out there doing that in the cold, right? So it has to be deep. We have to have that why. There has why. to be some emotion to it yeah. too. The more emotion you can tie to this why, the deeper rooted it's going to be in you to actually see it through. And so if you're like, oh, I just want to lose weight to feel confident in a bathing suit. That's great. But is that going to get you up and get you off your ass? Yeah. Or, on... or if the, even the more important question, is that going to keep that weight off after you've, after you've after gone that on that vacation, vacation, right? Yeah. So that's, we have these goals, these short-term goals, which are really good. We do all this great stuff. We're eating right. We're eat, we're working out. We go on the vac- vacation. We look great in our pictures, but on this vacation is when that derailment starts, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe we start, we're like, we did it. We're here. I look great. Let me start eating like crap. I mean, enjoy your vacation is what I'm saying, but at the same time, don't let that be the end of your goal. Be like, that's not it. Like you want to continue to carry on going forward be, so you don't have to work so hard for your next vacation to do that again. Yeah, I've had... I've had a client, she kind of broke down about it actually. And I think I've shared this story of her, like I was kind of div- digging deeper on her why, because I felt like it was very surface level. And ultimately it came down to, she's like, I do not feel comfortable in my skin. She had had kids. She's like, I don't even recognize myself. I don't even want my husband to see me. Like, 
I don't even feel like being intimate because I'm so embarrassed. I've just let myself go too far, you know, and it's just impacted my confidence to that level to where I don't even want to be like, you know, sexual with my own husband. And she's like, and that's impacting our marriage, you know, and that's a big deal. That's a big, I'm like, okay, there it is. You know, it's not just that you want to lose some pounds for these family photos. It's so much deeper than that. And that's what I needed because that's what we're going to use to remind you in why you're doing this. Right. And so like everybody has it, you might just need some help pulling out what that deeper why is. If you want help with that, I'm happy, happy to help you. You can message me and we will just go back and forth and I will help you pull that out. Come up with like, uh, I got this statement and reminder of that deep why. And then you can create a vision board around that and then hang that shit up on your fridge because that will remind you when you're going to eat that pint of ice cream on a Saturday night when you're avoiding the gym. Yum. <laughs> All right, guys, that's all we have for you today. We hope that you found some value in this. Please share this with a friend. Tag us with it on your social media. Let us know what you took, of, took away from it. And with that, we leave you. We will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondofarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.